0: I know a place where we can go. This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs, a local community faith program from 100.7. The Word.
1: down to the river, down to the river, down to the river. Hey, and welcome to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. I'm your guest host today, Chris Gould, and... Um, you know, I got up early this morning to work out, and it was cold, but uh, loving Colorado Springs, and uh, I'm in the studio today with Pastor Steve Holt, and uh, we're going to spend the next hour talking about the road, Kingdom Revolution, and also this amazing conference that's coming up soon. But Pastor Steve, hey, great to have you here in the studio.
2: The joy to be with you, Chris. Thank you for having me.
1: You're, you're very welcome. Live and local. So um, all the way from Pueblo, actually all the way down to the Raton Pass, and then through Pueblo, all the way up through Colorado Springs to north of Castle Rock, a little south of Denver. So big radio signal. And uh, you're familiar with it because some people might remember you were on this radio station for many years.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was on for nine years, Um, early 2000s, around 2002 to around 2011 right, and loved it, loved every minute of it. It was great.
1: I looked it up. You were on in the afternoon, and uh, it was a teaching program, and you're still at it. Now you're the senior pastor at The Road here, The Road at Chapel Hills, and uh, you've been the senior pastor there for how many years? Eight years. Eight years?
2: Yeah. So I was at Mountain Springs Church for 20 years, started that as a vineyard. The Vineyard back in 1994 and mm-hmm. come from Anaheim, California. Um, before that, as a missionary in Japan for 10 years, um, and planted that church. And what a joy it was! It was a great experience. And then getting on the radio was, was very strategic, I think, in the life of Mountain Springs because we tend to be expository. I'm still expository, I've always been expository, so chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And that's good for radio, you mm-hmm. know, because people can follow you every day. Yeah. And they can actually get a Bible study through you. So yeah. that's that's what's so special about it. And I I don't know that I realized that before Chris. Yeah. How um tactically strategic it actually was to do radio and then to meet people. I I had three people t- this morning at a wholehearted men, which is our men's breakfast, who told me that they used to listen to me in the early 2000s and what wow. a difference it made in their life. So it's it's a, it's still the medium. It's still a medium that's very important.
1: Well, thanks for saying that. Yeah, you, you know, you think back on guys like Jay Vernon McGee oh my goodness, who yes. passed away <laughs> in, who passed away in 1988. Now, I'm sorry to break it to you if you're listening to Jay Vernon McGee on He's this station. He's not alive. <laughs> I know. I'll tell you a quick funny story. So, Jay Vernon McGee passed away in 1988. He was the pastor of uh, Church of the Open Door in Pasadena. And before he passed away, he went in the broadcast booth and he put together five years, over 1,100 messages that take you from Genesis to Revelation. And literally, that's the name of the program through the Bible. So, if you get on and start to listen Monday through Friday, over a five year period, you'll go through the Bible, so when I became the manager of our radio stations in Tampa it was my first assignment with Salem Media Group. I was a believer, but i yeah, I didn't grow up in the church i i you know not some of these guys you know born on a Monday in church on Sunday that wasn't me, but um strong believer, but I, I didn't know all these communicators that were on the radio, you know, R.C. Sproul and David Jeremiah, Charles Stanley, and so on and so forth. And so <clears throat> in my first month, I called all these ministries and asked them if I could get a a liner read by the host of the program. Hi, this is Dr. Charles Stanley, and you're listening to W T B N AM five seventy and nine ten. Okay. So I called everybody, I called through the Bible and I asked if Jay Vernon McGee would be able to <laughs> voice a promotional announcement. <laughs> and they said, now what radio station is this? And I hung up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: A voice from the dead, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the guy still speaking. And and he, that's really cool, though, man. And
1: he and he is still speaking, that's right? right? Even he is. today, Absolutely. God's yeah. truth yeah. today it still resonates and it mm-hmm. never comes back void. So, anyways, well, that was a little tangent for you, but well, thank you for saying that. And and you're still teaching and preaching, and Pastor Steve, the power is in the proclamation, isn't
2: it? it? Yeah, it is. And, you know, um, especially when you teach verse by verse, you know, when people say, oh, that was a meaningful message or that was a powerful message, I mean, God wrote the sermon, right? Exactly. So all I do is interpret it, um, but he wrote it. And I just think it's it's just one of the great joys of my life, how much I Mm learn. I still learn so much. We're in Romans right now. I'm learning so much from Romans. Again, I've taught it for the second time. Um, because it's God's Word. He wrote it, and I'm simply interpreting it for the people and for our times, yeah. obviously. This is 2023, and we've got issues, so we relate it to that. That's the preacher's job, um, and it's exciting. So I, I find it an, it's a great honor and a great privilege to be able to open God's Word and let Him speak to the people through me, but He's the one doing the speaking, and I'm simply the messenger of, of His beautiful living Word, His sword of the Spirit.
1: Amen. If you just joined us, um, I'm Chris Gould. I'm the Senior VP and General Manager for Salem Media Group uh, based here in Colorado Springs. This is a live and local broadcast today. Pastor Steve Holt is in the studio, and we're just having a conversation. Uh, Pastor Steve, my wife and I have been to about 40 local churches— In the last two years since we were reassigned here, and we're not church shopping, by the way, we're literally just, you know, going in, meeting God's people, worshiping with the congregation, taking notes in our Bibles, and then introducing ourselves to the local pastors, shaking hands. By the way, 100% of the pastors I have said, hey, I'd like to take you to lunch I know a great cheeseburger joint has worked (laughs) 100% of the time. Awesome. Yeah. And so getting to know the local community, and I've been to the road. We've been there several Mm -hmm. times. And I just want to say a personal word of thanks for your consistency in proclaiming God's truth, in handling God's word, Um, You're doing a fantastic job, and uh, I just want to say publicly thank you for your faithfulness, and man, I just pray you'll continue to do it as long as you can.
2: Well, Chris, I just welcome you to the city, and um, I know that you're going to love this city. I know you've already told me how much you, you appreciate it, and you love the pastors here, and you love the church here. And it's just a great place. This is a family-focused, family-oriented community. And it's it's the kind of place where you can raise your kids. Mm-hmm. And in your case, raise your grandchildren. Right. And uh, so it's exciting that you're here. I, I think KGFT, um, KBIQ, and just the different I- impacts that Salem have is been just stellar over mm-hmm. the years. Mm-hmm. 28 years I've been here. Mm-hmm. And so those are the stations that I listen to.
1: Mm, Well, thank you for that. We're really grateful to be here and grateful that, you know, the leaders and the founders at Salem saw fit to invest here. You know, back, I think they bought the stations in 94 privately and then they sold them to Salem in 96. So it's been almost the whole time you've been here. And I've made many trips to Colorado Springs and come to this very studio and radio station several times. Over the years, and um, it's really kind of amazing that God's relocated us here, and we now live here, and we we really are loving it. Well, uh, the road at Chapel Hills is making a big difference in in our community, and one of the things that I hear when I attend and when I look at your website, just kind of consider what you're what you're doing. You 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 say it's a kingdom revolution. And when we come back from break, I want you to kind of take us through, what do you mean by that? Um, You know, we pray this prayer that Jesus gave to us, and he said, you know, do this in remembrance of me. We'll be right back.
0: Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7,
1: The Word. Hey, welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. I'm your host today, Chris Gould, in the studio with Pastor Steve Holt. And uh, I do want to just lift up a quick prayer. Eric Cartier, who has been hosting this program for over a year now, I think it may even be coming up on two years, uh, Pastor Eric uh, uh, Shepherd's Rocky Mountain Calvary, His mom um, had a fall, and um, I think she broke her arm, and so Eric is up kind of ministering to his mom and dad. So Lord, we just even right now, collectively with these folks that are on the radio, listening in their cars or at home on Alexa, in the kitchen, wherever you might be, would you just lift up a prayer for this sweet woman, the mother of Eric Cartier. We pray a blessing on her. We pray she'll be... Uh, healed quickly. We pray for the doctors who are tending to her and uh, especially um, her husband, Eric's dad as well, and their whole family. We just lift them up to you. We love them so much, Eric and Amber, and just pray a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So Pastor Steve and I, as we went to break, um, we were talking about, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And so you talk about a kingdom revolution. It certainly seems pretty clear that God wants us to bring the kingdom here on earth. Now, it's not like we have to wait to die to get to kingdom revolution.
2: Amen. And when you look at the book book of Acts, you see um, the continuance of the ministry of Jesus. So the Gospels were Jesus who preached over 100 times on the kingdom of God. It was his central message. I mean, literally every time he healed the sick and he cast out demons, he said the kingdom has come. And so the, the early church really got this, you know, Chris, they mm-hmm. really got it. And, and even under a regime like the Romans had at that time, and even, a, even the oppression of the Jews against the early sect of the way, um, they just exploded in growth because they were preaching the kingdom, they were living the kingdom. The kingdom of God was, was, the, was the call out to all of the culture and society of that time. And so as we see the expansion of the church, and you know what's exciting in Acts is, you know, Chris, it'll say things like, the, the word increased, the word increased. So it was as they proclaimed and demonstrated the kingdom through the word, which we didn't have a New Testament yet, you right. know, They're they're, they're reliant on the Old Testament, the Torah, Um, the power of the Lord went out. And whenever we see, and we were talking about this earlier, you know, wherever we see churches that really do believe that the gates of hell shall not prevail against her are pastors and leaders in churches that really begin to change society. They begin to change the culture. So, so when we look at Acts 1-8, go, you know, to, that the Holy Spirit will come upon you. You should be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the parts of the earth. But then by Acts seventeen six in Thessalonica, it says these people who have upset the world have come here also. So they were, they were societal upsetters. Mm-hmm. They were outliers. They weren't trying to fit into the culture. They were trying to make the culture fit into the kingdom. And so a kingdom of God revolution is a group of people under the king who are proclaiming and demonstrating the reign and the rule of Christ in a particular arena. So at The Row, we talk a lot about, you know, if you're a businessman, we'll take the kingdom into that. If you're in politics, take the kingdom into that. If you're in media, take the kingdom into that. If you're involved in the school system... Go to school board meetings, be involved, make an impact, believe that the victory of the kingdom is possible through you. And and we're doing it, and we're seeing it happen, and it's been very, very exciting. So I don't think there's anything that unique about it. It's just really a continuance, I pray, of Acts 1 through 28. May well, we be Acts 29, you know?
1: Right, right. Well, I mean, gosh, even just as we, we say the Lord's Prayer, it's right there. I mean... No matter if you're Catholic or Orthodox or evangelical, charismatic, from an Assembly of God, Church, Presbyterian, we all know the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, is the call for us to take these kingdom values into these different arenas. So you're to be commended. You know, I'm so grateful for... Pastors like you who aren't afraid or ashamed of the gospel and that the gospel needs to be everywhere. It's not—I mean, there's not anywhere that God's kingdom shouldn't be shining, nowhere, Uh, whether it's in the public square, it's in government, it's in academia, like you say, all of these different arenas. And you're encouraging people to do it and helping them and mentoring them and guiding them on how to do it. So again, you're to be commended. One of the ways that you're trying to bring this kingdom revolution is through a conference that's coming up January 27th and 28th called God, sex and science. And so I want you to tell us a little bit about this conference because we're promoting it here. We want to encourage people to come and go to the, you know go to the website, sign up and attend this conference. What's this all about God, sex and science?
2: Chris, as we look at um, the hookup culture, as we look at uh, the promiscuity that's just such a big part of the American culture, really for the last 50, 60 years, and we could even go back to the Kinsey report, of 1948 and 1953, we see an assault. By the enemy in the area of devaluing marriage, promoting abortion and the hookup culture and and the sex that's so prevalent in almost everything. I mean, now who who would have dreamed even, you know, 15, 20 years ago, how porn could be so um, accessible, Mm. you know. And so what we're trying to do here is we look at, you know, post Roe v. Wade and the reality that we do live in a state where abortion is still legal um to to challenge maybe the narrative and say that god has answers in the sexual area and even people who have been involved in abortion uh, maybe been involved both as a male and a female either encouraging it or having it those who are you know or have been influenced deeply by the hookup culture that we want to give them hope we want to give them forgiveness we want to set them free and we have melissa oden was an abortion survivor, Chris, isn't this crazy? I mean, Mm. she was, she was aborted by her mother, but she lived. And, and then even after that, she was rejected by her family and put up for adoption. So here's a woman who comes in, abortion survivor, rejected by her family. And so she's got a story to tell of forgiveness. Mm. She has a beautiful story of redemption so, Melissa, who has been with, has is, is spoken on Focus on the Family, she's been on Fox News, made most of the major networks telling her story, and the author of the book, You Carried Me. So, she identifies herself as a voice for the voiceless. So, what I love about having Melissa here is that, you know, in our churches, There's a lot of women who've had abortions that that never talk about it and they carry that shame and that guilt and that brokenness with them. There's a lot of men who've encouraged women to have abortions and we want a voice there to say, look, um, you you can experience God's forgiveness. You can experience wholeness again and we want to confront that and then we also just want to love on those people to help them understand that. You know, it was uh, Brene Brown. Brene Brown, who is a quantitative sociologist at University of Houston and kind of a hero of mine from a sociological perspective, talks about the importance of vulnerability breaking the power of shame. Mm-hmm. Well, let's be vulnerable about it. You know, the church doesn't talk about sex, doesn't even use the word. And at The Row, we talk about it. We want to we wanna address it. It's, uh, it's an important part of our lives. It's something that affects us. I talk about it a lot with the men, about the porn industry and how much we're all susceptible to the temptations that come with that. So we're going to address that through Melissa. And then we have Elisa Davis, who's a neuro nurse, and she's going to talk more from the scientific perspective of how we can be set free.
1: Listen, after this quick break, we're going to learn more. Wouldn't it be great to be healed and whole, stay tuned for more right here on the Word.
0: Crosswalk Colorado Springs on one hundred point seven, The Word.
1: Hey, welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. I'm your host, Chris Gould, and I'm in the studio with Pastor Steve Holt. We're talking about the road at Chapel Hills, and also this upcoming conference which uh, is titled God, Sex, and Science. It's being held January 27th and 28th at the road at Chapel Hills, and you can get all the details at their website. Now, Pastor Steve, during the break, I I was getting all jazzed up when we went to break, just thinking about people who have had these difficulties. And look, we're all broken in some way, right? So we're broken. Some of us continue to struggle in certain areas more than others, but certainly if you've been involved in encouraging an abortion, or maybe you've had an abortion, we we know the difficulty that that is on your heart, on your spiritual growth. It's difficult to become the person God wants you to be until you can share that, confess that, and get healing from the Lord through those experiences. And it's the same with explicit materials, and it's the same in a number of other areas, alcohol and drug addiction, all that kind of stuff. But to get healed, we actually can see results in our brains actually being healed once we have a chance to do that. And I think that's true, and I, I'm, I'm sure you're more up on the science than I am, but we're going to talk about that at this conference, right?
2: Right. So one of the speakers is Lisa Davis, and Lisa Davis is a psychiatric nurse and abortion trauma specialist. And um, actually, Lisa is the one who turned me on to the book, Hooked, which gave the chemical biological brain trauma that comes with sexual arousal in immoral ways and just love that book. And and, and she's going to talk about this idea of, a, of dopamine. And so in our prefrontal cortex, the, the, the chemical that's released through sexual arousal is dopamine. It's a highly addictive chemical in our brain. It's on the same level as heroin and cocaine. And when guys especially, because it's a, it's a growing industry with women too, but especially with men, 61% of men look at porn at least once a week. Um, they begin to have these dopamine fixes, Chris, that become addictive mm. because of the flow of that chemical into their prefrontal cortex. That's our judgment center. And what happens is it actually literally digs ditches. So it digs ditches into the prefrontal cortex And so it's called the novel drug. It's called the novel chemical in our brain. And what they mean by that is that dopamine needs more and more stimulation to release the same kind of fix, the same kind of high that it gave before. So imagine the power of porn where you can see more novel bodies in 20 minutes and your parents could have seen in a whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. So just with a click of a mouse, you're getting this high. But then the way dopamine works is you, to get that same high, to get that same degree of fix that you're desiring in your spirit and in your, in your life, you need more novelty. So you go to deeper and deeper stuff. Well, here's the part that, that makes it a beautiful thing, but a scary thing. And that is that God gave us dopamine. I mean, dopamine is there. That's that's how you made the decision to move from your past home to come here, take on the responsibilities of the uh, Salem group here in Colorado Springs. That was dopamine. In other words, dopamine is there to take risk. Dopamine is there to take a new job. Dopamine enables us to leave our parents when we're you know, 18, 21, 22, and going through your life. It's a beautiful thing, okay? Well, it's also the very beautiful thing that attracts you to the woman that you married and that you have a sexual intimate relationship with that's beautiful and wonderful and pleasurable. Well, what happens simultaneously with um, dopamine release is two chemicals. One for women is oxytocin. So oxytocin is called the bonding chemical, With men, it's vasopressin. And so the way God designed us is that we would be attracted to our wife or to our husband. And when we have sex, when we have an intimate relationship with them, there's also a bonding agent. It's a connectivity. It it, it gives you a desire to be with that person again. So that intimacy there of bonding, oxytocin for a woman, vasopressin for a man. So imagine, Chris, if we begin to develop a lifestyle of kind of the hookup culture where we have many partners, we have many sexual liaisons with people, we're actually going against the kingdom values of our brain, biologically, scientifically. And so it's not so much that we're breaking kingdom laws, though we are, but the kingdom laws begin to break us because the more we begin to disassociate from an image or disassociate from different people that the bonding agent of vasopressin and oxytocin in our lives, we're actually hurting ourselves mentally. We're hurting ourselves emotionally. We're hurting ourselves spiritually. So it's not just spiritual. And I think the church has done a, has done a good job where we preach the word on the importance of marriage and, and staying faithful to your wife and those guardrails that God's given us. But I think we've sometimes missed the power of the scientific God actually biologically this is true. Right. And so and so at the conference we're gonna talk about some of these things and, and, and we're gonna have a lot of young people there. We're yep. expecting a lot of young people because they need to hear the message early on before they start making commitments and um and kind of falling into the values of society that could really deeply damage. Them.
1: Sure. Well, you know, today's young people are hearing the messages that, you know, I mean, come on, what, what is this going to hurt? This is mm-hmm. no problem at all. And, you know, you've done a great job just kind of laying this out on the truth of how the brain actually works in this particular area and um, so it's uh, the conference, again, is titled God, Sex, and Science. It's being held at the Road at Chapel Hills, January 27th and 28th. You can go to the Road at Chapel Hills um, to their website and find out more, how to get tickets. And, you know, it sounds like a conference that would be good for folks of any age because you can really learn and understand some tools— And leave with some tools that will really equip you for the rest of your life.
2: Well, Chris, I think the more we learn about the kingdom and we learn about God's ways. I mean, Jesus is the one who said, look, whether Matthew 6, 25 through 33, seven times in eight verses, he says, you worry about this and you worry about that. And he's talking about material things. He's talking about your vocation. He's talking about your finances. And then he says, look, your heavenly father knows that you need these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So part of the message here to young people is if you'll follow the kingdom way in the sexual area, if you'll follow the kingdom way in relationships and intimacy God will add to you. He'll line up. He'll line things up in your life. He'll begin to move in power in your relationships. He'll begin to move in power in your health. I mean, we're talking about really what we're talking about here is healthy living, bro. Right, I mean, right. it's healthy living. Mm-hmm. It's just healthy to if, – if you're called to singleness, to that singleness that comes with that and the, and the guardrails that God has for that, and if you're called to marriage, the other – But the kingdom way works. It really does work. It's the most noble way to live your lives. And we want those young people to know that um, that God's got a nobility upon them. Follow the kingdom way.
1: Well, the the world is certainly going to press down the lies of the enemy through our culture and say, you know, like, whatever the church is saying, you know, whatever, like, come on over here, because... It's so much easier and so much more fun. And look at how much fun they're having on the commercials, drinking beer and wine and having careful, you know, careless sex here, left and right. If that's the message, if you buy into that message, let me just tell you, dear friend, you're going to come to the end of your rope. You're going to come to the end of the road. You're going to come to the end of yourself. And then you're going to find out. You know what? I've been duped. I have been duped. And you're going to learn more at this conference on how to not let that happen.
0: This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7 The Word.
1: Hey, welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. This is The Word, 100.7 FM, KGFT, Pueblo, Manitou Springs. And I'm your host, Chris Gould, in the studio today with Pastor Steve Holt. What a joy it's been, Steve. I told you that the hour would go by quick. (laughs) So it's our final segment. We're talking about the upcoming conference at the road at Chapel Hills. It's uh, titled God, sex and science. It'll be held January 27th and 28th. And uh, you can go to the website and find out more about it. You know, for folks that are listening, you know, the hope of healing and, and breaking free of some of these strongholds and some of these things that have weighed people down over many, many, many years and in some, in some cases, it's so deep that they've even just convinced themselves, you know, I'm fine. I, I, I really don't need to deal with that. I don't need to share that. I don't need to confess that. But God's Word really tells us really through being transparent and being authentic and genuine, there's light at the end of that tunnel. And so there's light that actually helps to cleanse us. You know, it says he forgives us of our sins and cleanses us of all unrighteousness, brings our sins as far as the east is from the west, buries them there to remember them no more. And I always like to think, if he buries our sins there once we confess them, why should we still remember them? And so this is all available at this conference. This is why you're holding this conference.
2: You know, when we go back to Genesis chapter 3, and we see that the very first thing that happens as the couple, the first couple um, sins, is they make fig leaves. You know, they start to cover themselves. Shame is right there at the very, very core of who we are. Everybody carries shame. Everybody's got shame. And anybody who says they don't have shame has a lot of shame. So we all have shame. Right. And I think our Mm -hmm. sexual identity is oftentimes the area that the enemy uses the most in our lives. And so we want to bring hope and we want to bring healing and we want to bring confrontation with shame by encouraging people to be vulnerable, not just with the Lord, but with other people in their lives. You're talking about confessing sin. So we have a a phrase we use with our men, and it's all over the church now. It's called bloodstained allies. The need for bloodstained allies is other men in our life, other women in our life, women with women, men with men, who we can share our heart with, that we can be vulnerable with. You were just talking about a group that you're a part of Mm -hmm. and how powerful that is in your life and in their lives. Man, that's just like not happening Mm. That should be happening in every church. That should be happening about sex. That should be happening about porn. That should be happening about our marriages. Man, if we could do that, like, you know, Chris, years ago, um, I'm a hunter, so I hunt big game. And years ago, I I had cleaned this elk in the wilderness and I cut myself, actually a pretty good cut when I was cleaning the elk And, uh, and I wrapped gauze around it took a quarter of the elk, got back to camp, forgot about it. Well, the next morning, Chris, I woke up and it was, it was pussy and it was super painful and it was red around the edges. And what I needed to do is I kind of had to lance it, you know, Mm -hmm. I had to press down on that. It was my index finger. I had to press down on it and push out, you know, the infection that had built up in there. And and then I, I and it got, was
1: painful. Yeah,
2: it was painful, and it, it hurt for a little while. But then you know, I got the ibuprofen. I took the ibuprofen, and I got the antiseptic on it, and it got better. Well, a lot of us have cuts, you know, lances in our heart mm-hmm. that we've we've just pushed aside. We've been hiding from. We've been running from it our whole life, and it's and it's become an, an infection. Mm. and it hinders us from being wholehearted because of that sometimes it's sexual abuse when we were kids sometimes it's it's the way we were, our our parents treated us or a coach or something like that or maybe we we had a rape or, or something like that happen in our lives and we don't want anybody to know about it it's that shameful area and so it's it's sort of growing into a cancer um and yet we know physically this is true i think it's spiritually true that the more we open up those dark areas to the light The light comes in, shines, and starts the healing process in our lives. And that's through people. That's not just with God and me. It's also me and and some of my friends. I mean, we we confess that together. We share that together. We battle together. So I think the conference is, all that the conference is, is to give permission to people to say, we're going to talk about these issues. And there is healing and there's freedom there. And it's on Friday night, so we start on Friday night, and it's just Saturday morning until noon, and um, and it's twenty five dollars, so it's 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 not a lot of money. And for kids, um, we 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 think you should bring your 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 young people, fourteen and above. I have a lot of people that have called, and a lot of people that have talked to me personally and said, "Well, I've got an eleven or twelve year old, and you cannot believe." what they're getting exposed to in middle school. Right. And I said, well, if you as a parent want to bring them, that's fine. You, you know, because I I say open up and have these discussions as early as possible. I think it's really, really good to do that.
1: I think it makes a lot of sense. So again, the conference is titled God, sex and science, January 27th, 28th at the road at chapel Hills. You can go to their website to find out more, you know, um, I think it was Chuck Swindoll that said, the pain that we go through in our lives becomes the platform upon which we can step up on and then bend down and deliver our next kindness. Hmm. And And the reason why I think about that is the pain that we're carrying, whether it's, again, through abortion or sexual infidelity or you know, looking at explicit materials, whatever that might be, to find healing and confess that that pain that you're living with now becomes a platform for you to help others hmm. to be able to engage with them, share your struggle, your pain with them. So I would just encourage those listening here in the Colorado Springs area to to really look into this and make plans to attend God, Sex, and Science It's being held January 27th and 28th at the Road at Chapel Hills. Pastor Steve, I can't thank you enough for taking time to be with us today to kind of walk through this. It's been a joy to get to know you. I know a lot of people who go to your church, and they're always telling me how terrific. They love their church. They love the road. And you got a lot of kind people, loving people at that church that you can be very, very proud of.
2: Well, thanks, Chris. It's great to be with you. And I think one of the joys of my life is to empower people. And when I see people feeling empowered with the kingdom of God and and growing in confidence, God confidence, not self-confidence, you have somebody who's actually dangerous. Mm. And I think the church should be dangerous against the devil. And I think we as individuals need to be dangerous against demonic powers because we walk with this God confidence, this power of the Holy Spirit flowing through us.
1: Yeah, the God, God has given us this power. He's given us the keys to the kingdom. He's given us the power, and he wants us to live these victorious lives and not just kind of be mealy mouth. I mean, he wants us to be bold. That's right. And uh, I, I, I you know, appreciate and love you for the fact that you're encouraging those right here in our community to live just that way, bold Christians believing the truth. Listen, Jesus Christ is alive. Jesus Christ rose from the dead, and he's empowering us through his Holy Spirit to bring the kingdom right here to earth. And so in our final minute, I just ask you, if you wouldn't mind, Pastor, just close our time in a word of prayer, if that'd be okay. You've got about a minute.
2: All right. Well, Lord, you told us that we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set us free. Lord, you told us that thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven should be our prayer. So that's what we pray, Lord. We pray for this conference, that your kingdom would come, your will would be done in Colorado Springs as it is in heaven. And we pray, Lord, for a kingdom of God revolution that impacts our city, that impacts our churches and our pastors and our leaders. God, we lift up our first responders. God, we lift up our our political leaders and our civic leaders. And we ask you, Lord, that they would in some way experience the kingdom of God in a mighty way. In your name we pray.
1: Amen and amen. Thanks for joining us today. Pastor Steve, thanks for being with us. And we'll see you next time on Crosswalk Colorado Springs.